0: So the big question is this, how do young men like us who didn't listen to society, who are on our own, how do we grow and improve ourselves so that we can live a better tomorrow? That is the question, and this show will give you the answers. My name is James Radzinski and welcome to the Ascend Momentum show. Welcome back everyone so like usual I meditated right before this episode and I actually for some reason I fell asleep like the entire time not the whole time but the way the one okay so let me explain I'm doing the gateway process the gateway experience and I'm just gonna assume you guys know what that is because I've been talking about it a lot in past episodes over the past couple weeks but I have been doing wave one and then I moved to wave two for a few um, for just the first two exercises. And then I decided to go back to wave one because I read something that said that focus 10, which is the like main focus on wave one, like wave one is all about focus 10. And someone said online that focus 10 is like the foundation to everything. So Take as long as you need on wave one so you can build a strong foundation. So I decided to, and that's really what I assumed anyways, but I got so excited to get to focus 12, I hadn't even achieved focus 10 yet. Now I have gotten like very deep meditative states and very relaxed states, but it's not really what... I believe focus 10 actually is where it's mind awake, body asleep where your body's like paralyzed. And so I am basically just practicing the last exercise in wave one, which is free flow focus 10. And it's basically just, there's no real structure to it. It's just the narrator, the way the, the, like the structure to it is in the beginning, the narrator says, do your pre-preparatory practices, which is like energy conversion box, uh, resonant tuning, resonant energy balloon, affirmation, and then get to focus 10. And then once you're in focus 10, he basically says, now that you're in focus 10, remember the, like, remember the purpose. And then he says, remember the purpose one more time, and then he brings you back but that's that the whole thing is probably like 30 minutes long so and i fell asleep because i missed the entire second time where he said remember the purpose and so i think i was like asleep during that time i i'm not sure if i was asleep or if i just clicked out i think i was asleep because i like jolted awake i jolted up when i like, realized, or I guess I realized, and so I, like, jolted, and, like, my hands moved, like, my whole body moved, and then, like, my throat was dry because I think my mouth was open, which is not good, but for some reason, my throat sometimes gets dry even when I nose breathe. It's, I don't really know how to explain it. It's weird, but when I got into, or let me, Wait, I was just talking about the fact that I fell asleep and I haven't even gotten to focus 10 yet. Like I haven't actually achieved that state yet. And I think that I'm not like, I definitely still have a lot more practice to do, but I am experiencing a lot of twitches. Like my, I get like a lot of twitches, like in like a lot, like at least 20 or 30 or forty a lot of twitches my finger twitches my leg like every single time it starts to fall asleep it just twitches and so i it's like hard to actually get into focus 10 i'm not really sure what i'm i actually might look that research that uh, um in the future on like why am i twitching or how to like stop twitching because i think it's actually hurting my progress because you should be able to Like get your body to fully fall asleep, but if your body is starting to fall asleep, but then it twitches, it just wakes back up. So that's that's where I'm at with the my meditative journey. But I want to talk about how today is Friday, and I am not going to school at all next week because of Funnel Hacking Live and. This is something that I've been really looking at, looking forward to over the past like few months. And I think that it'll be a very good experience. And I definitely plan on bringing my microphone with me. I bought an adapter cord so I could plug in my microphone to my friend Franklin's computer because he's going to bring his computer. And I use a PC to upload my like to record and upload my podcast so I can't really bring my PC but I will definitely be hopefully I'll be recording so that's in today's the 22nd I get there on the 26th so it's in like four days but it will be different because I'm gonna be recording two more uh, I'm gonna double up my recordings Today or tomorrow or Sunday So I'm going to do two days where I do double recordings Because I need to basically prepare Just in case I cannot record at all while I'm there So I want to have seven scheduled episodes And that is what I plan on doing I actually plan on doing Transurfing Principles And speaking of Transurfing, I am probably like, I'm less than a hundred pages left on that book. I'm on the final stretch and I'm about to be on the last chapter. So right now I'm towards the end of the mirror chapter. And then I have one more chapter and then the afterward, which I always read the afterward because it's important as well. And this morning I was like, one of the things that one of the most useful pieces of knowledge that I've learned so far in Transurfing. And one of the most simple things to understand is that you are always standing in front of a mirror. So you're standing in front of a mirror. Now let me explain. Imagine standing in front of a mirror, okay? Like a normal mirror and you're standing in front of it. Now let's say you don't like the reflection that you see. So you, what do you do? You try to, you try, you tr- you change it. You change your actual person. Like, let's say you don't like your hairstyle. You change your hairstyle. Like, that's just common sense, right? But what if I were to, like, what if that person that's looking inside of a mirror tried to change the actual image that the mirror was sending so they actually try to reach inside of the mirror and manipulate that image. What if they tried to do that? That that would be crazy. That'd be weird. Like that just wouldn't work, right? But that's exactly what we're doing in real life. Because one little known fact that I learned in transurfing is that the world is a mirror. And the world is a mirror that displays your relationship to it. So let me explain when you have when you your relationship towards the world is negative then so let's say you say the world does not take care of me i never get what i want like the world is out to get me then that's exactly what your life will be your life will be very bad very negative and you're not gonna very you're it's gonna be like scarce there's like resources are gonna be scarce in your life now if you were to have the opposite relationship you would say the world takes care of me, the world leaves like the best for me, and I like have all the things I need. The world gives me all the things I need. Then that's exactly how your life will be. And that is the mirror principle essentially. You're the world reflects the world is mirror and it reflects your relationship to it. But the only difference is the world mirror has a delay. So imagine standing in front of a normal mirror or just imagine standing in front of a mirror, but no reflection pops up and then you're standing there for like a minute or two and then slowly a reflection starts to like assemble. And then you like smile because you realize that you're not like you're, you're just uh stoic. You are just, um, you're not smiling so you smile and then a minute later that smile comes and then let's say you quickly lift your arm and then put it back down and then a minute later, nothing happens because there wasn't enough time to actually make that change because when you were you were smiling for a minute straight to actually make the image look like it was smiling. But when you lifted your arm just for a moment and then put it back down right away, then that wasn't enough time for the mirror to actually make the form the image and reflect it back. So that's why you if you have like a bad objectively bad life where the world does not take care of you because that was your relationship to it and then you just get an instant flash you're like oh and then you start um being grateful and you start like let's say one day you decide to change your relationship to the world and then and then you just went right back to it after a day of doing that you like the next day you decide you went back to your old habits of a negative relationship. Well, that would not be enough time because the the mirror world, the world mirror actually takes days, maybe months to actually reflect back. So you actually have to hold that image for quite some time to be able to actually have it reflected back. And so that's another strategy that when you first change the image, change or first change your relationship, so First change your relationship to the world, be grateful, be happy, change your attitude towards the world mentally because your mental, your mindset, your thoughts actually have a huge like impact on the world. Though it's not visible most of the time, it's very real. And so first you change your relationship and keep it consistent for a set like a significant period of time, and then only look at the mirror. So only look at the world, and only take peaks. So what most people do, they're in a closed. Okay, so let me explain this first. The mirror is a closed feedback, like it's a closed feedback loop. So what what tends to happen is, depending on like your starting point. So let's say you started rich. Then you're you would look at the world, interpret it, you're like, "Oh, nice, the world takes care of me. I'm rich." And then you that that like attitude, that relationship is displayed into the mirror. so then the mirror like reflects back that attitude. So then it's just a loop, and then you stay rich, you remain rich, you get richer actually and and then, but this same thing works if you were born poor. You look at the world, you're like, "Oh, I'm poor. The world does not take care of me." And then uh, that like attitude is expressed into the mirror, and then you are uh, the mirror actually starts to display that image. And then you look at it again and then it's just repeated. You repeat it and repeat it. And then you. that's why the rich get richer and the poor get poorer because they're in a closed feedback loop. But since we're human beings and we actually have conscious awareness and we have the ability, we have one of the best abilities ever, which is to actually be able to consciously change our relationship to or ch- consciously change and control our attitudes towards the world so you can destroy that you can like reverse the feedback loop so instead of first looking at the world first display your image to the world so you would want or first display your relationship my bad display your relationship to the world by having a positive attitude so if you have an attitude of the world take my world takes care of me i am very well off, I'm rich, I achieve my goals, everything that happens is moving towards my goals, then, then that will, so that's the first step. Then the second step is your like actual attitude gets like sent into the mirror. So the mirror receives that image essentially. And then it starts to reflect it back. And then this may take days or it may take months. It, It, it takes more time than instant. That's what I'm trying to say. And then it starts to reflect it back. And there's actually a down period. So there's actually a period of time. It may be a short period. It may be a long, significant period of time where no change actually happens. And I'm actually in that part right now in my goal. No change is happening. And then eventually, no, actually I'm sure there are, is change, but I, I haven't really been looking for it. I haven't dove in, I haven't dove deep into this, uh, yet, but eventually, uh, just little changes will happen. So then that's when you take a peek at the mirror. You don't, you don't like fully look at the mirror because then you'll see like all the bad, you take a peek at the mirror and then only look for the good. And then that is the closed feedback loop because that good, you'll interpret that good as good. And then you'll just keep on moving forward. And then that's how you, so you can, you only need to consciously control your attitude in order to change or in order to form the feedback loop. So right now, most people are in a negative feedback loop with the world. So that's when you have to change, you have to consciously change your relationship to it. And then keep consciously changing your relationship to that until it becomes reality, and then you are in a new feedback loop where you're just positively reinforced by your surroundings, and that's basically the mirror, the mirror world principle, and that's like honestly, that's he says this is a very good technique for transurfing, and I agree, and I would go, I would argue to say that. This is like a foundational piece to understanding the world because the fact that the world is a mirror is so crucial to understand. Because you, okay, so you can direct, you can impact the world through your di- direct actions, which most people are familiar with. You can move the pen on your desk. So I just moved a pen over. An inch or two on my bet on my desk by right? using my hand. That's direct action. That's through actions. That's inner intention. Um, but you can also, the, that's one way to di- like to control reality. I just controlled my reality by moving this pen, like over to a different position on my desk. But another way to control reality, which people are not actually most people don't even know is a way to control reality because pendulums have actually one destroyed our abilities to actually control reality in this way but two they've actually made it so we forgot or they kind of erased it from our like knowledge base that it's even a a possibility at all and that way that means of controlling reality is actually a much more powerful tool and it's through your thoughts. Like if you just think about it, it really makes sense that your thoughts have a lot of power because now I know I have a lot of background knowledge because I've been studying a lot of this stuff, but I've gotten to the point where I'm like, wow, why didn't I realize this before? Because, and I think I actually did start to realize it before because that's why I wanted to, after I finished, like starting to max out my physical like qualities, like my appearance, like gym, all that stuff. Then I moved on. I was like, oh, my mind is like the the next thing that's like very important for me to move on. So I had a hint that the mind was actually very important, but I didn't realize how valuable it actually was because you're, you're, everyone has thoughts. Now, if you compare so objectively speaking the buddha so let's say siddhartha that's the buddha he's the guy that created buddhism so i i have not really learned that much about i haven't really studied it but i know that he reached enlightenment so his mind and he meditated a lot so he, his mind was very clear, I assume. He, like There's something called the monkey mind that I've heard of. And it's basically where it's like that constant chatter in your mind, like the constant thoughts. And so most ordinary people, their minds are just nonstop, very loud. They just are constantly talking. And they're, they're always thinking about different things. So it's kind of like a difference between the land and a laser. So, most ordinary people's minds, their thinking, is like a lamp. All of their thought energy is dispersed over many different things. But what transurfing actually, like, suggests is to actually, like put all of your concentrate all of your thought energy into one thing. So think about that one goal. Think about your goal and only think about that and that basically concentrates all that energy into like a laser and it's a very powerful. Like a laser light is way more powerful than a lamp. And so it just makes sense that it moves it helps you move forward. And so that's why most people actually don't see uh, tangible, like they don't actually see the fact that their thoughts actually manipulate their reality and actually create their reality. And objectively speaking, the Buddha was extremely successful because he created an, an entire religion. Like not many people have created an entire religion in their lives. Like, that is actually an extremely successful person right there. Like, yes, Bill Gates created uh, a massive company, and he is, like, one of the richest people in the world, but he didn't create a religion. Like, you have to be something different. You have to be a completely different breed. Like, extremely successful to create a religion. Like, can you agree with me over the fact that this guy – created a religion so he is like extremely successful like all of the there's successful people in this world like all there's a bunch of successful people the list goes on but there's only a select few people who've created an entire religion like an entire religion like buddhism is still like a extremely popular world religion right to this day and This man actually created the religion and he was focusing on his thoughts a lot. Like he, I know one thing for sure. He like cleared the mental chatter and that's what I'm trying to say. When you like throughout, like all the time you're standing in front of a mirror, like when you're living in life, you're always standing in front of a mirror and you're the way you were like send an image to the mirror to be reflected is through your thoughts like your thoughts create that image that gets reflected back and then it's turned into reality and so it just makes sense to clear your mind and then concentrate all of your thoughts and concentrate all that energy into one thing or one like idea or one relationship or one attitude like my world takes care of me i concentrate everything into that and or concentrate everything into your goal and then it just makes sense that that's how you move forward so that's that's what that's like my thoughts on that the buddha was extremely successful he created an entire religion and he was fo- like his re- that religion focuses all about your mind And that's like, you can't, like, you can't brush that aside. Like a lot of people try to influence the world directly, which is fine. And it works because like, it's actually obvious that works because you can see right away. There's instant results. When I moved that pen across my desk, instant results now since the world is the the delay it has a delay the mirror has a delay the results are not instant so that's why people don't actually see or people don't actually know that there is uh that your thoughts actually matter because the way your your thoughts are actually much more powerful than your direct action but there is a delay so it's kind of like a a downside to it but it's a you could uh interpret it either way like it could be an upside because there are many thoughts that appear instantly in like our minds from a day to day which we would not necessarily want it to become real if that makes sense and so it is probably good and beneficial that there is a delay now let's talk about how to make that your thoughts stronger so let me explain. You have two sides to your brain, a left hemisphere and a right hemisphere. Like your brain is split into two and the left side is based off of reasoning, analyze, and then it also perceives all information from the outside world and interprets it. And then the right side is all about like creativity, emotion, and it knows things. Like it just feels things and it knows things. And then In Transurfing terms, the left side of your brain is actually called uh, the mind. And then the right side is called the heart or the soul. And so essentially, the right side actually says things and actually uh, makes it actually sends like directions over many different decisions throughout the day. So for now on I'm just going to refer to the right side as the heart and then the left side as the mind because it's just simpler. Uh, especially because I feel like it will be easier to, uh, associate those words instead of left and right. Cause let people, I included get left and right mixed up in their understandings a lot of the times. And so, the, uh, during the day when you're actually making decisions so let's say you make a decision to get a certain type of haircut and then your your heart actually sends like its interpretation and it actually sends uh a feeling of inner discomfort inner peace or nothing to the the mind and it's up to the mind one of the mind's jobs is to actually listen to that listen to that input because that input is actually never wrong. It's always, it is never wrong. And so that what the, the, the mind actually is supposed to listen to the heart on its input. But most people actually don't like most of the time, since we have such a loud monkey mind is what it's called. Your, your mind is actually so busy so busy with its own chatter and it's so loud that it actually dr- like drowns out the heart and it, the heart actually the mind cannot actually hear the heart and so we actually have to consciously listen to the whisperings of the heart which is actually called the rustle of the morning stars and the rustle of the morning stars actually helps tremendously with us moving towards our goals the right way because your heart is actually connected to a thing called the alternative, alternative space. And now I'm going to connect it all because the when I said the world is a mirror, the world is actually a dual-sided mirror. So on one side is the physical reality, and then the other side is the alternative space. Now, physical reality, it's resources are limited. Like Objectively speaking, there are a limited amount of resources in our world right now. But the alternative space, the other side of the mirror, which the heart has access to, and it's actually the side that our thought energy is like sent. It's kind of like the side that our thought energy is sent to. And that side actually has infinite because the alternative space is all that was, is, or will be. It's every single possible outcome that could happen in the world and more. And there's infinite resources in the alternative space. It's actually where your like heart goes. when it, It's where your soul flies around when you are asleep, when you're dreaming at nighttime, when you're actually in REM sleep, when you're in dreaming. Your soul actually flies around. That's why crazy things can happen in your dreams because you're flying around the alternative space. And so when you're uh, in waking... In normal physical reality, your heart actually has access to the alternative space. So that's why it can send like input to the mind about decisions that it has made because the heart can actually see like inevitable or it can actually see outcomes based off of that decision. And so that's what the heart sends. That's why the heart knows things because the heart can see the alternative space and what will happen next. And all of this, so basically, it makes sense that if you use your your mind to think, it would make sense to form, like to merge the left and the right side of the brain, the heart and the mind. And it actually works well because when you're thinking, normally thinking, then you're not you're you're just using your mind you're just using your left side of the mind so it kind of the thoughts are just like kind of useless now the thoughts that actually gain energy and actually become weighted and powerful when you're using your left side and the right side when you're using the heart and the mind because the heart has access to the alternative space so it can actually have access to those infinite resources, and the mind can be controlled at will. like you can control your mind with will. So when you combine those two thinking, the those two heart and the mind, the left side and the right side of the brain, then what results is a powerful wave of like thought energy that actually pushes the like is actually so much more it cl- creates such a sharper and clearer image in the dual mirror that let's say so you know how when you're watching a video on the phone let's say you're watching YouTube there's a settings option and you can actually change the resolution like you can change the image quality so there's like it goes down to like 100 uh, pixels, and then there's like 1080. There's like 4,000 pixels, or something, it goes from like 100 to 4,000. Now, 4,000 is like a crystal clear image, and 100 is like you can see the squares on the screen. So, when you're thinking with just normal, just your mind, you're basically thought your thought energy is in the settings of like 100 pixels. But then, once you attune your heart and the mind, your actually your thought energy is like 4K. It becomes crystal clear. So that's why initially it's actually not very. It's very difficult to attune, like attune your heart and the mind and unify them because your mind actually has doubts on if the goal is true. So you just have to use your willpower. And send out that energy in those little pixels until you can actually see changes happening, and then eventually your heart and the mind will actually attune, and then you'll see like the crystal. Cl- you'll be sending in that crystal clear image to the. I, I like to think of the the mirror as like a pro, uh, like a waiter. So when you you're using your th- so, when you go to a restaurant, you sit down and. You give the waiter your order and the waiter takes that order, goes back. it takes a little time. It's like a delay. There's a delay to it. So the waiter actually goes back and prepares the food. Now like or the chef prepares the food and you can't you can't see like that happening. you don't see how far along the process it is. It could take 10 minutes. it could take one hour. Like I've been to restaurants where it's taken an hour to like prepare the food. And so, but you know that it will come. Like, you know that the food will come. You just are waiting for it. And so that's exactly what the mirror world is. You send your order. Now, the more clear your order is like, if you, if you want a triple cheeseburger with 56 fries, no ketchup, mayo, and then you want like tuna on it or something like that's a super specific order but if you're just using your mind to create that order the pixels like you'll be creating like a 100 pixel resolution image so maybe they'll give you the triple's cheeseburger but they won't give you like the mayo or they'll or they'll put on ketchup like they'll it won't be exactly like how it is because you weren't so clear but if you're extremely clear and you are using that 4K resolution with your heart and the mind with your order to the waiter or the mirror, then you will get exactly what you wanted. So you'll be clear. Let's just use the mansion example. So let's say your goal is to live in a mansion and actually like have your raise your family in a mansion. So... That's a very specific, like, that's a specific goal you want, or let's just say you want to be in a mansion. You want to live in a mansion that has three bathrooms, uh, eight bedrooms, uh, a pool, a hot tub, like a bunch of very specific qualities and features to it. But initially, since your mind will have its doubts, you can only use the mind or, You can only use the heart. I don't really know how it works, but initially you just send that your thought energy, which is to the waiter. So essentially you tell the waiter what you want, but initially you're probably only going to be able to say effectively to the waiter that you want to be in a mansion. You want to live in a mansion, but the way you actually say it makes a difference. If you say I want to live in the mansion in the future. Then the waiter actually can't like the mirror is only knows about the present. The mirror can't create the future. So what you actually have to do is you tell the waiter, I have a mansion and then the waiter has no other choice but to give you a mansion. And so the waiter will go back to the kitchen Tell the chef the order, and then the chef will begin to prepare that order. Now, the mansion will probably take a decent amount of time f- to actually cook. Like, it'll take longer to cook a mansion than it would t- to cook, like, a condo, metaphorically speaking. And then, but nonetheless, he the chef is cooking it in the background. Now, let's say you begin to say oh this is taking too long then the waiter says that objectively because you are saying this is taking too long so the waiter's like okay and then he goes back tells the chef to take longer or take a long time because that's exactly what you said like your thoughts are still running in your mind like this is taking too long so you're basically destroy you're one destroying the image and you're also making it take longer because of your thoughts, your impatience. So basically you make your order and just patiently wait because it is happening and it's not direct. Like if, if you could have a, like, obviously our direct actions has failed, have failed us. Now we know it's possible to get a mansion because we see like wealthy people living in mansions all the time. So we know it's possible to live in a mansion, but We also know that our direct actions on this world, on our physical, like the physical side of the mirror, we, it just, it's failed us. Like it's not powerful enough to create a mansion. And so you have to resort back to the, the thought, like the thoughts, your thought process, and you have to be thinking about your, like like your mindset, your worldview, your attitude, like all of that stuff is how you actually become like able to live in a mansion. And like that, like your thinking is how you place that order to the waiter, which goes back and tells the chef, like it, the waiter, you place your order to the mirror and then the mirror reflects back what you like ordered and it reflects it back to physical reality. Like it's got no other choice but to do that. And there's also another analogy where you're in like the cosmic space shop or something like that. Or the alternative space shop. And all like all these analogies are in uh transurfing. So I didn't create these, but the it's very it's a lot more effective to teach through stories. So, and that's what I learned in Russell Brunson's book, Expert Secrets. And I think maybe traffic or uh, dot com, I don't know. But in the alternative space shop, the way it works is you get exactly like what you ordered. So you go in the alternative space shop and you talk to the assistant and they're like, the assistant's like, what would you like? We've got many different options that we've got a uh, extremely happy In a mansion with a pool we've got a extremely successful actor with a grammy award we've got a like extremely successful world-renowned bodybuilder that's won mr olympia like 20 times now we've got like that's basically what the shop assistant is asking you and then you tell the shop assistant oh I would like whatever your goal is. So, let's say I would like to be a world-class actor. And then the person the person is like, "Oh, nice. We've actually got that right here. Here this uh world-class actor one." And then they basically the shop assistant basically begins to read off like all of the stats of what your life will be. Like you win 5 Grammy awards, you win like a bunch of Oscars, you have a very successful career, you star in many extremely successful shows and movies, and then you basically go on, your mind, your worldview, your attitude, your mental outlook of the world, your mindset begins to say, oh no, it's, it's actually a lot harder to get like the acting business is very difficult and it's very tough. You actually have to know the right people. You have to, like, it's very difficult to make it into the act in the acting business. And the shop assistant is like, "Yeah, but it's right here. Like, here's the life you want. This is it's right here. Just get it." And then you're like, your mind goes, "Oh no, it's actually a lot harder than that." Like, I don't, I, it's, I don't think that I can. I don't think it's actually possible for me to do that. And so the shop assistant is like, okay, well, I guess I can't help you. And so basically what happened is you're, you had the right to choose that life of an extremely successful actor. But what you did instead, like you had it in your hands, you could have just made the choice to grab it. But what you did instead is you started to think about the negative sides and this, like these negative thoughts are so instilled in us that they just seem normal now. But if you just think about it, those negative thoughts just are absolutely useless. Like there is no positive benefit to those negative thoughts. And me just thinking about this, the simple fact that we have negative thoughts that basically hold us back from taking action, direct action. So negative thoughts definitely hold us back from taking direct action But then again, those negative thoughts are like thoughts and they're sending thought energy. So then they're also holding us back from those, that outer intention, that alternative space action. So just the fact that we have negative thoughts, like no one, like there is no benefit to negative thoughts. Now there is in the like there's no benefit in the modern world to negative thoughts because we don't have to like run away from like we don't have to fight for our survival anymore like negative thoughts were formed to be through in our evolution because we needed to be able to survive like literally have to survive in the wild fighting against wild animals so that's what like that's the only use for negative thoughts and I I don't even see a good use for it. I guess, like, it's negative to go into a lion's den, but I still can't see a, a good use for negative thoughts. And negative thoughts have been instilled in our brains, in our worldview, by pendulums. And it's those who are successful that do the inner work. Like, Siddhartha, who is the Buddha, did the inner work. Like, he is one of, like, you can count the num uh, the amount of people who have reached enlightenment on like the hands of like on the, like within one hand or something like that in the fingers of one hand. Like there, there's a very small amount of people who've l- reached enlightenment less than 10. And so Siddhartha has definitely done the inner work. He reached enlightenment and he like, got rid of those negative thoughts. Now, he, like, absolutely destroyed those negative thoughts every single time they came in because he recognized that those only hold you back. There are no benefit to that. And so he definitely, like abolish them because those are just instilled in us by pendulums and their pendulums cannot benefit from us going our own way and achieving massive success they benefit from us slaving away our entire lives stuck in the same place for our entire lives so that's what they do and they instill negative thoughts and you could go your own way become a great actor but the pendulum does not benefit from that energy exchange so, what the pendulum does is actually instills negative thoughts into your mind, like, "Oh, I can't there it's really difficult to become a great actor." And so it basically traps you in your own place through your mindset, and I'm actually beginning to think that I'm actually beginning to believe that your like mind, your out like attitude to the world, your like mental, all of that stuff, your worldview, that is more important than your direct actions. And I'm starting to believe it in that because it just makes sense. Because first of all, your mind, your thinking, your thought patterns actually affect your direct actions. Because if you think that it's like impossible to become a great actor, well then that's going to affect your negative, your your actual direct actions. You're going to be thinking that, oh, well, if it's impossible, I might as well not even try. I might as well not even do direct action and actually practice my acting skills. Like I might as well not even attempt it. So that's one way your thoughts actually impact your reality. But also the more like powerful way is through the alternative space. Like since your mind actually can like you're sending energy to the alternative space and That helps to manifest that. And it works both ways. Like you're manifesting. If you have negative thoughts, you're manifesting a negative world. So that's like, that's my thoughts on all that. But let me get some water. All right, so next episode is actually going to be Transurfing Principles. So if you have been keeping up, go watch that episode. And if you enjoy listening to this kind of stuff about Transurfing and the mirrors and all that stuff, go watch that. Listen to that episode tomorrow. And I'm actually going to record it. So I'm at right now. All right, let me explain. So a couple of weeks like a couple, like maybe a week ago or two, a couple of weeks ago, I have had Transurfing Principles episodes. So I've had six Transurfing Principles episodes in the past. And every single, like a lot of the times that I record those, I record a normal episode like this in uh, first. And then right after that, I record the Transurfing Principles. So I like do two episodes in one day. And I think I've done this like, three times total, uh, because I prepare for upcoming, like, trips or times where I can't record, and so that's basically what I'm gonna do today and tomorrow, because that is, well, I already, I already taught, told about this, because I'm going to Funnel Hacking Live, but, I before I would actually just record the train principles episode- like I would record back to back like I would literally finish one and then go straight away to the next one. Now, the issue is that with that is my brain is already kind of like beginning to be like fatigued, and so I feel like my first episode is like a hundred percent possible best quality of my skill level at that time, but that second episode that I recorded that day is maybe like 95, 80%, 70% of its pot, like of its quality that it could be at. And so I feel like it, like the episode loses its quality. If I do two episodes in one day, which, uh, I actually have to do two episodes in one day a lot of times because I upload I post daily, so I actually if I miss a day, I actually have to cut, like make up for it by recording two in a day, and I always make up for it beforehand. And so what I'm actually planning on doing to kind of compensate for that need to record two in one day is I'm since I started meditating right before my podcast And I actually got so much value and benefit out of that because it's extremely beneficial. Like it cleared my mind so much and it actually helped my mind rest. Like it helped me rest. Like I think meditation actually helps you like recover mentally from the day. It's a good like rest for the mind. And then what I, and especially for the body, but I think what I'm actually going to do is right after this episode, I'm actually going to go back upstairs and get another 30-minute meditation session. So I'll have four meditations in one day today, and I'm just going to focus on my Like just focus on clearing my mind because hopefully that will help me get into another like meditative super focused state so I can have another one hundred percent quality episode and we'll find out on tomorrow's episode episode sixty six it's gonna be um if it actually works out or not and that's the thing like I I'm actually. What was I even say I I just got a complete brain fog. But I wanna okay, I wanna talk about my So I wanna okay, I'm gonna talk about this one trans there's this one thing I learned about in transfer. I'm gonna completely shift the topic because I've I lost my train of thought and I'm pretty sure I've just finished like that thought and that's why I lost my train of thought. But I wanna talk about slides. And I'm not talking about like your goal. I'm talking about like your personal slides where you're you how you perceive yourself so let's say you perceive yourself negatively and you have no confidence low self-esteem that's a negative side but if you perceive yourself if you are like that but then you perceive yourself as high self-esteem high confidence then the world is like a mirror so it has to reflect it back like that's your order it has to reflect it back so then you will become like that and If you run that slide and you can actually, there's a way to speed it up and make it more effective. So you run that slide while talking to absolute strangers. And I actually like this, I was doing this a little while back and I actually found that I am a lot more confident and my social anxiety has eased up a lot. And I actually got verification of this from another person today. One of my uh, friends actually said that he is in a class where like in school where it's like journaling journalism and you basically have to go out into public and talk to absolute strangers about certain prompts and like write about what they said and he said that that like absolutely destroyed his social social anxiety like not destroyed but like cured him of his social anxiety like he has none anymore because he just went out and talked to random strangers and that and that is so beneficial to know because that when you have social anxiety you're basically creating a lot of excess potential and when you just take action you're just destroying the excess potential so then you like get more comfortable and you like ease up And you're actually able to be calm in social situations. And then another thing is, if you're running a slide while doing that, then you'll actually get a lot more benefits, like, personally. And you'll actually get more like that slide. And so that's actually... When I'm at Florida, there's going to be a lot of people and there's going to be like a networking, there's going to be a lot of networking and I've never networked. And networking is actually like a big fear of mine or not necessarily a fear, but like it's something outside my comfort zone. It's uncomfortable un- uncomfortable for me to just talk to strangers. I am a little intro, I am introverted, but I don't blame it on that. I blame it on the fact that I just never did it growing up and I was I was like, I spent a lot of my childhood playing video games from like fifth grade to like junior year or uh sophomore year. Um, like that, like impacted me a lot because I didn't really have the social experiences that I should have helped me get that. And I feel like a lot of people are like that. And a lot of people could benefit from just going out and talking to strangers, like my friend did. And that's like, that's another thing. There's a, one of the classes that I wanted to take, like the only class that I actually wanted to take my senior year was called like speech communication. And it was basically just a class. It was an English class all about public speaking and practicing your public speaking. So that's why I wanted to practice that because that is like, like that, that's an amazing skill. Like that is outside of my comfort zone and it's just a great skill to have. And unfortunately it was only provide, it was only like provided second semester and I'm graduating first semester. So I won't actually be able to get that class, but that's another thing that is a thing that we could, people could do to increase their comfort zone like a little while back, I was really into increasing my comfort zone. I would cold, I would cold email companies, I would cold call companies. And then I would go in person and like go in person and actually talk to people in businesses. And like, those were way outside of my comfort zone and my comfort zone expanded so much. Um, like I actually ha- like was talking about this stuff in my podcast, like in my early episodes of podcasts, and then after that, we found me and my friend, or we discovered another way to expand our comfort zone, which was cold approaching girls, and so we went to the mall and cold approached girls, and we did that over three different days, like very far apart, and and then we I kind of just stopped. Like, I don't know about my friend, but I stopped. Uh, expanding my comfort zone for quite some time. But I think that Florida is going to be a very good um spot to expand your comfort zone because, like, how far away from your life can you get? Like, you're not going to see any of these people ever again. So there's, like, no downside. Especially, like, because I live in Chicago, so I'm flying all the way down to Florida, all the way across the country. So, yeah, I'm never going to see these guys again. And I was okay like, doing, talking to people just one town over, like, at the mall, and so that, that's, like, an extremely beneficial uh, time to do all the comfort zone challenges, and, like, expanding your comfort zone, I'm gonna get into this again, is so beneficial, and I actually haven't done it in a while, but we, in my class, we actually, speaking of public speaking, me and my friend actually have are in a business class business incubator where we actually have had to do a few presentations in front of the class and like three maybe. And uh, we actually had one yesterday and it was like, I was fairly comfortable. Like I wasn't extremely uncomfortable. Like how I was like last year, last year I would, when I would start talking, I would have to talk very quickly because I would literally start like I would get a rock in my throat and I'd literally start crying. Not like crying for real, but I would start like getting my chest would compress, getting super scared. Like it was just bad. And I was fairly comfortable doing it. And that's just from simply expanding my comfort zone, doing like cold approaching and all that stuff. And I'm going to be gone for like five days at Florida So that's like five days to expand my comfort zone, doing a lot of stuff. So it's going to be extremely beneficial, extremely valuable. And that, like, I was thinking about maybe talking to a a few strangers every single day, starting the first day we got there, because we're actually planning on going to Costco straight from the airport. And I was thinking of like, just, I just, the thought popped in my head just now of, like approaching random strangers at the Costco and just starting to talk to them but I don't know like what I would say because it's weird to just go up to them and say nothing or like go up to them and just start talking gibberish and so I would have to have like a specific reason to talk to them like when I would go up to the girls the reason would be getting their number which I guess is still weird but I don't know Like that. Well, I'll figure that out because that would be very good to expand my comfort zone and actually get me more comfortable in those public situations. So I think I'll actually do some of that stuff and I'll I'll document the entire journey because hopefully I'll be able to find an hour every day. And that's one thing I was thinking about. As you guys know, I'm very into routine and I have a very strict routine here at home where I basically have my entire day filled up with stuff. And every single thing in my routine is beneficial for my future. Like it actually helps me move, move forward or to, move towards my goal. And I was kind of thinking about what what my routine should be in Florida because we're gonna have the funnel. The event usually starts at eight a.m. and they said it goes on until like the late afternoon. So I'm gonna have to have one hour allotted in the afternoon every single day to or probably like an hour and a half to record and upload and edit and then i'm gonna have to have another hour like or i'm gonna so okay so i have a a, quite a few things in my routine my daily routine but i actually decide i i kind of understood the fact that I might not be able to do all of the stuff like I'm not gonna obviously I'm not gonna be able to do my balancing on the medicine ball because I'm not gonna bring the 10 pound medicine ball all the way to Florida with me so there are some things that are gonna have to get cut but I was thinking of creating a like hierarchy or like numbering which ones were the most valuable, and most important to actually keep. And for me, the most important thing to keep in my routine is the podcast. The pod like like the most important thing for me is the podcast. Like I would rather podcast than go to the gym at Florida. Because I can get both at home, but at Florida I know a lot of my day is going to be spent up at the conference. And so I may not be able to get both, and if it comes down to it, I'm gonna choose the podcast over the, uh, gym because I know that these five days that I'm at Florida are gonna be like a very high quality episodes because they're gonna be content packed because I'm gonna be in a brand new experience. I'm gonna like, I'm literally gonna be in a different environment, like an entirely different state an entirely different part of the country my like the my life will be radically changed just objectively speaking like I'm gonna go from Chicago to Florida so on that part but also I'm gonna be learning from like it's not every day you get to learn from like the best of the best like professionals like amazing entrepreneurs and so that's basically my plans and That's the end of the episode. So to wrap things up, don't forget to download your favorite episodes and subscribe to the Ascend Momentum Show. But before you guys leave, make sure to look up at the sky.